Yo, this is the ancient Texan. I'm reading a book, The Real Wealth of Nations, and I thought I'd talk about it as I read it. First, we know that there's a lot of people on this planet that are not taken care of. Homeless, people that have drug addictions, the mentally ill, A lot of old people, uh, people brought that born in the wrong neighborhood, the wrong color skin. Um, and our present economy, our present capitalist system, is not doing so good. Um, it's kind of been sacred that uh, the market knows all and it puts a value in all and everything can be measured by gross domestic product well if you're a homeless person you probably don't much care about that and I would argue that we established the economic system that doesn't value the homeless or the poor black kid and we can change that economic system. Uh, we set the rules that make the rich get richer. Now, that's pretty much what the first few pages are about in this book. Uh, and I pretty much am on board with that way of thinking. In our economy, we don't even look at a lot of segments of activity. For instance, the household um, is not just a unit of consumption, it's a unit of production. And its most important product is people. But our economy puts no value on that. Puts no value on the natural economy, the, the trees that are growing, the clean air that we have it's not measured in our gross national product uh, there's a whole community of, of economies that have no value put on them the only economies that uh, we look at in our GDP is market economy the government economy and illegal economy like the drug business which is ironic uh, we value the drug business shows up in our economics and not you know raising and taking care of a kid uh, so we have all these ways that are producing goods and services that are not measured by our current system, nor are they given any value. So we should not be surprised if we're trying to maximize something that doesn't even put caring into the equation. It's not going to work too well.
there's been a lot of different economic systems tried uh, feudalism industrial technology communism even the you know fascism and capital economy they're, they're all they're, there's kind of a mix of culture and economics involved and let's look at even uh, the pay differential between women and men part of that and I'm, that isn't the subject of discussing discussion right now women tend to go into sectors of the economy that are concerned with caring, caring for our kids in school, for the sick, in the hospital. Old people's homes, nurses, this all tends to be women, women, or it's heavily women oriented. Uh, since we don't care about caring, uh, they tend to get less pay. For example, do we pay more to a plumber or to someone taking care of our child? A plumber gets 50 to 60 bucks an hour. Child care worker gets 10 bucks an hour. Does that say our plumbing is worth more than our kids? Does it say that we'll have a better return on investment if we pay attention to our kids or to our pipes? Uh, that to me, the, the answers to those questions are so obvious. Uh, if you invest in a, a black school that has uh, crappy facilities and bad outdated textbooks teachers that are afraid to show up for work if you invest in that school and the safety of the children outside of that school does that have a better return to society or doing something like building a bridge of course that's not easy to answer in the abstract but uh, most studies have shown that the payback on those kind of investments are actually much larger than in infrastructure. So we need a more sensible, realistic standard of what has economic value and what supports and advances human survival and human development. You know, companies that show a little care for their workers um, tend to do better. Like I've just was reading the Wedgmans, they want to create an, a welcoming, caring, diverse workplace that gives all people the opportunity to grow and succeed. Um, 
apparently it, that's a really good place to work if you're uh, going to work in a grocery store. Um, what do you think a caring environment would do to our crime rates? Early childhood development programs have proven to provide a 12% return on public investment. Kids that uh, get early childhood, uh, early education support, early child development programs can expect to earn 143000 more over their lifetime. That means they're making more money and our society is getting their services. It might be surprising to know that, you know, a lot of countries uh, invest in programs for universal health care, child care, paid parent lead. And they end up with a higher general quality of life, a happier population, and more efficient, innovative economies than we do. Finland is rated higher than the U.S. on the World Economic Forum's Global Competitiveness Ratings, uh, at least in part because they show care for their children. And I was just reading on a, in another place where Finland is bringing in 1,500 uh, immigrants a year. And they're limiting it to that number, which is like 80,000 for the U.S. for the same population. But they're allocating resources to educate those immigrants, teach them their language, their culture, provide them housing, health care, etc., so they want to take in an amount that they can uh, take care of, and they've got a program in place to take care of those people. What a concept. The UN Human Development uh, measures the health of a community by looking at maternal and infant mortality education, environment. Guess what? The U.S. does not always, does not rank actually very high in those compared to most Western countries. Almost all industrialized countries provide uni universal health care. Wow. Are they smarter than the U.S.? I doubt it. I would say they're probably wiser and are making good investments in their people. We don't yet care to do that. Most countries like New Zealand, Canada, most Western European nations recognize the value of caring work through government subsidies for child care, not just tax credits and paid parental leave. Even Chile is giving pay to people that are taking care of their sick relatives. Wow.
And here's a postulate in the book. During periods of great instability or disequilibrium, such as ours, it is possible to more clearly see the system's underlying organizational structure and operant values. Today, fundamental change, changes that transform the system rather than simply modify it to some degree are possible. This is basically saying in the realm of, in the age of Trump, um, and everything's unstable, it might actually be a good time for changing our basic organizational economic structure. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's a powerful claim. We need to answer some questions, though, before we have a chance of doing any of this. What kind of qualities, activities, services, and goods do we want to give high or low economic value to? So we have to think about what kind of world we want and what things are important in this world. And second, can we expect just changes in government policies to bring any real change unless we as a people start to value caring kindness toward others and what kind of economic inventions or changes to our economic system do we need to create a more caring, effective, innovative, and sustainable economic system. All economic institutions are economic inventions. Human beings make every economic system. We set up the rules of the game. It's not just random. We set up the rules that establishes the inequalities in America. I guess we're going to look at those rules later on in this book. In other words, our economic system is the way that we utilize and allocate natural human and human-made resources. But the shape it takes and the consequences of that system depend on the governing government, the governing system of values and social institutes it supports. In other words, you can't just build a system on, on, and just give it to a people. For instance, Marxism and uh, Soviet Union. Uh, Karl Marx just kind of created that system in his head. And they took it and tried to apply it, and it had never been tested. It was just like it's in someone's head they thought it would work, and it didn't. Uh, our system, in a large part, has evolved through millions of years. Uh, but there's a lot of working systems on this globe now to look at and compare and make tweaks to our system based on what other people are doing 
as long as we're uh, not so egotistical as to think we can't learn from someone else. Like, can we learn from Denmark or Finland or even Mexico for that matter? Or Chile. Can we learn from Chile? Can we look out and say, how do other countries do it? Can we learn from them and make life in America more caring, more prosperous, uh, kinder, gentler place. When I lived in Australia for a year, I was a, an obnoxious American. And I had all these things like, the way we do it in the States is this, and you guys do that, and that's not going to give you the kind of return, return or prosperity that we want. And after a while, they got tired of listening to me, and they told me I more than one time and in several different ways. We don't want to be America. We want to be a more caring America. And that stuck. Their goal was not to just optimize the amount of money. It was to produce a country that cared for its people. So we need to decide what we like about our economic system and what needs tweaking, changing, replacing. Um, somehow we need to create a system that values the work of caring and caregiving and gives it its real value based on what it does to the life of people that are cared for. Well, that's kind of uh, half of the first chapter of this book we're looking at The Real Wealth of Nations by Brianna Essler so this is the ancient Texan uh, asking you to think about it and we'll get back and talk more on following podcast hope you have a good one and I mainly do this podcast so once I'm dead and gone and out of here and my kids start wondering what their dad thought about things uh, they'll one day stumble upon uh, these podcasts and until then there's a few people that listen but not many but that's okay they also help me to grow and to learn um have a great day. Be kind to your neighbor. The ancient Texan. Namaste.